fit. But um, ain't nothing else going on today. Um, my Yeezys came in today. Those are cute. Um, oh, you still support Mister Yes, Mister West? Are you? Technically, no. <laughs> Technically, no. Oh. But, yeah, I'm chilling. I just want to sit on them just in case I can sell them for profit. <laughs> oh, you will be. My, my uh, one <laughs> I, uh, what else I got going on? I'm trying to get rid of both of the girls this weekend. Um, and I'm chilling. I just. I'm observing people and things and planning next year's stuff. That's what I'm doing. Um, are we doing December shows? Or you want to chill for December? Um, maybe we take December off. We've been doing pretty strong consistently. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we need to fan-base misses and then hit them hard in January for a little bit. I, know, I yeah. thought you would take December off, so I don't want to burn you with extra work. When you you could really have like a month to yourself and just do features, not me. So the plan was for me to take she gets it December off, but then I have to rework my videos on YouTube. So I'll be on YouTube, and if I do a show with other podcasters, I'm I would double support by dropping the episode on my platform also. Um, Cozy Womb, I'm still recording, um, seldomly, but not, like, full episodes, just, like, bonus randoms, and I'm really, like, trying to prepare for, uh, next year with the episode list, but, but yeah, for the most part, I'm trying to chill in December, because, you know, it's, it's cozy, comfy, be with your people mood, so, um, with that being said, this will be our last uh, Real Relationship Report show for the year. Uh-huh. Let them know. You know me. I'm going to um, check in on you through the gram and whatnot. We might be in a show together in the audience on here. Who knows? Because a recession is coming. And we all know what happens when people got to be home. They get bored and start coming on apps talking crazy. So, you know, maybe you might have to do like an emergency show if this app starts flooding again. But for the most part, it's kind of dry. But um, I didn't check the the, uh, sound bites up until the show started. So I'm not sure if we have any new ones or not. But we made the sound bite. Um, I want to say yesterday, and we have a few people that had dropped some thoughts on there. So I'm going to just play this message, and then I'm going to start the show. We're going to start giving the thoughts. Anybody in the audience that has something to say, um, please don't be afraid to say something. And um, we'll play the message. If the message is not related and is off topic, I'll probably skip it. So, um, yeah, let me just get into this message and start off. The Mademoiselle, what's up? Hello, hello, hello. Excuse me, more. Let me applying pressure versus harassing and dating. 
Oh, this sounds good. I'm here listening. I'm here um, to OG and Chan. How you doing? I'm here. Let us go ahead. Let's let me hear. All right. All right. Better not be in the club again because last time you was here, you were in the club. You night. All right, y'all. It is November 18th. It is a lovely Friday. You're grateful. I hope you are. If you're not, you better find something to be grateful about. This is the Real Relationship Report where we talk about all of the things relationship E. My name is Shan. That is Dungeon. And you yeah. can find us on Twitter for now, just in case Elon Musk deletes it. Yeah, he's the right. The real RR show. Um, they have this this black girl made this app called Black Twitter app. So if you want to download it and make a name on there, you can. And um, I just I just signed up because Greg sent it to me. I had to check to make sure she was a black woman in tech, which she is. So yeah, I right. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll sign up. But uh, yeah, yeah, they have plans on. Well, they don't know what Elon Musk is on, but he he fired a lot of people, laid a lot of people off, and the the creators on uh of twitter said twitter has about a week because it's not being regulated it's not being protected or anything before it has to shut down so everybody's just trying to prepare to pivot so you probably see like a flood of people on ig or a flood of people on tiktok or a flood of people on here or on um clubhouse but are going to be moving into other spaces in order to have things to say podcasters will probably be on here heavy because they can't be on twitter having side comments and spaces and things like that if, if he deletes it I'm not sure if he could have deleted it yet we got some more messages this is mr og i live in a house i had live with a dj and a fucking cook i ain't talking to no goddamn cook but I live with a damn DJ. All you gotta do is give him some liquor and he'll be your friend again. Be nice, nice. So I'm in my room, don't worry about it. I'm not doing that damn thing, but I'm here though. I'm here. All right, thank you for explaining that. <laughs> Chan, this question's for you. You know how the um the situation is going on with the Shaniqua Robinson case or whatever. I'm thinking like, you know, what if that shit happened when it comes to dating? And where a woman loses her life of dating. Because I know there's a couple of stories back in the summertime where people met people on the website dating or whatever. And they died for what, you know, for, you know, for cruel, malicious reason. What do you think about that? Like, I was like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, now I'm I'm, not, I'm looking at everybody with, with my third eye. Like, because you don't know who's your friend. You don't know who's your, like, you. Every, basically, everybody's a foe before they become anything close to you, you know? Okay, well, it kind of goes with today's topic and it kind of doesn't. But I will say this. Men and women been killing each other on vacation for many years. Now, when it comes to, like, a group of quote-unquote friends going on vacations and plotting against somebody to beat them up to a pulp and kill them, I ain't heard of that. But it's 2022. You can see anything. Um, I feel like a lot of men and women know they don't have a real group of friends, but they rather play like they're friends than be hated like enemies. And that's a problem. 
Um, I, I feel like more women do it more so than others because there's a lot of vain women out here that'll be like, oh, I'm gonna play nice and I'm gonna be with these groups of women so they don't look at me like an enemy and get all the dirt up on them so they can't do nothing to me. Or I like her man, so I'm gonna friend her up and get close to her so I could be more close to him and then see if he with it or not. Men do it too. Some men will throw their quote-unquote friend under the bus every time he out doing something or they might take pictures on the side of him, you know, maybe talking to a waiter and be like, yeah, he was talking to a bitch last night, da da da, da. I know that's fucked up. You don't deserve that type of thing. And I'm just like, ah, why are you playing like you homeboy friend and you're really trying to get with me on the side? And there's a lot of people like that. So I don't think it's like more so women. I don't think like it's more so men because it was men and women that was a part of that whole situation in Mexico. But my thing is like, don't. Oh, what, what are y'all talking about? You don't know. So basically, no. this, this black girl and her friends, who are also black, went to Cabo over yeah. um, last week, and they basically plotted against this girl. She was very intoxicated, and they beat her to a pulp in that hotel room. And they videotaped it like dummies. And oh. she was butt naked and she did not want to fight. And they, um, the girl was just like beating her and punching her and kicking her. And she, they, they lied and said that she died off of um, alcohol poisoning. But when they did the autopsy, it showed that she died of a broken neck or a spinal cord or something. Um, so Ugh. they're trying to put the evidence together because that is Mexico and this is like the U.S. Even though it coincides, it's just like a different procedure of how they process it. But everybody has like a little side of the story. And but when the friends came back, they up in the mom's house in the mom's face, like everything's cool and they don't know what's going on when you on tape beating this girl ass. So. Basically, they all about to go to prison, but more so, I say, if you really don't fuck with people, don't go to their party, don't go to their house, don't meet them nowhere at no hotel, don't meet them at no club, don't even go on the stoop. Like, people will set you up, and the more comfortable you get around somebody that your body's telling you no. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, like, why are you still lingering? When people show you their character, they can't change that. They can't make that better. It's just it's just innate. It's, it's within them. And we have to start listening to ourselves and stop trying to hide behind shit just to save face. It's not going to help you out. So unfortunately, yeah, she lost her life. You know, two parents lost their child. Um, and then all of the lives is going to be changed with those friends that videotaped and watched this girl get beat. But that is not our show tonight, so I don't want to go any deeper into it. It's unfortunate, but I will say know your people. Know who you're around. Um, but for this show, it is applying pressure versus harassment and dating. And I think 
if you were born before 1987, you know better. <laughs> yeah, right? If you were born before 1987, you know better. And I think these young people today cannot handle rejection and they are taking lives in retaliation of being embarrassed, of not being wanted or not getting the response that they want. There are women on TikTok on video talking about all the bodies they ended up adding when they really didn't want to and they just were scared to say no. Um, you know, all the situations they were put in and they just allowed shit to happen because they were scared of saying no and what the response was going to be. And we shouldn't live in a society like that, but we do. And a lot of people today don't understand a polite no. And the, the show tonight is like a class, okay? It's a class for people who are not aware. It's a class for people who thought, I thought girls like that. I thought guys like that. There's a lot of guys out here that don't like aggressive women. There's a lot of women out here who don't like arm being grabbed or you commenting on how their breast is sitting in a dress or you, the way that you looking them up and down and they don't know you. Um, me personally, I'm going to tell you right now, why the hell are we in 2022 and men don't know they shouldn't be trying to talk to you in a in a parking lot by yourself? Um, see, this is going to be a tough class because uh, there's, there's, there's aspects to this. And mm-hmm. the one thing that the, or the voice notes that I heard that was most important was it depends on how attractive you are and if the person attracted to you. That makes them up for a lot of how this situation goes. Yeah. See, I was on a, Now, I'm from a different time period. I'm from before 1987. And when I went to college, things were different. You know, uh, you know, sometimes you had to have sex in front of people. Sometimes there were some uh, half-ass orgies going on in places, and oh god, so <clears throat> there was some women doing stuff in bathrooms. The groups got it was a lot of stuff going on that if it happened today, uh, a lot of people would have been in jail. But because times have changed, you know, and me not being single anymore, I wouldn't understand some of the stuff that's happening because when I was able to do that, I was on dates and there was women that. I was with where there was an initial no at first, and but I never got aggressive pressure. One, I'm already an aggressive or an intimidating figure, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to be aggressive. But after a few light kisses on that neck and slowly getting down to that belly button, and then possibly getting to that cat with his tongue, that 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 I don't know turned into a take the condom off. You know what I mean? So it's, but that's also because I think, you know, it has to do with being attractive and she was attracting me. Like I've never, I've never been in a situation where I felt uncomfortable with the sex that was had the next day. And neither did the woman. Like it wasn't, it was never where I was like, Oh, did I like go too far? Like, did I force you into that? Because one, I'm not desperate. Like mm-hmm. usually be like, if I tried and it was like, Nah, I don't know. And then I tried again, and it was like, nah, just chill. 
I let it go because I'm not gonna one, I'm not gonna sit here feeling like a fucking rapist all night. And two, I'll just go find something else to fuck on. You know what I mean? Like it ain't that serious. So like for me, it was different. It was it's and I've heard from numerous women that it is about, you know, if I'm attracted to you or not. Now, if you're ugly nigga and you forcing the issue, it's going to end up being rape. Look at Harvey Weinstein. This nigga looks like a gremlin. I totally understand why him pulling his penis out in front of all those women was under- What even happened with him though? You see how they hushed it? <laughs> yeah, he's white and he's Jewish. So, you know, like he ain't there ain't nothing gonna really happen with that. <laughs> like he's yo, think about it. Bill Cosby, <clears throat> him and Bill Cosby got caught at the same date. Bill Cosby served all of his time in jail and got released. Harvey Weinstein was just going to trial. Nobody know nobody acts like they acknowledge how that shit worked. That was utterly and ridiculous. Nobody reported the updates of the trial either. Nah, all they Harvey Weinstein he's going, he's sickly and can't go to court. And they're like, nah, nigga, you you same, thing with, um, same thing with a homegirl with Epstein. Yeah, like it these cats is like but but Cosby served his time though. Yeah, he sure, he sure served his time. I can tell you that. Always gotta make example out of the black man. Yeah, make sure that nigga get in there and do that time now. These other these other guys, they we can figure our things out. But that nigga, you know, he was just as rich. Yeah, he need to get in there and go serve that time. So I think mm-hmm. the, the thing is, one that that thing where we're talking with about on the female side, <laughs> there has to start being a clear line of, um, I'm, if I'm attracted to you, is this okay? Or if I'm attracted to you, no, it's still not okay. And it's if rape is just rape, because we've been also seeing too many falsified accounts where. Some women have done that to men because they didn't get what they wanted from him. And then they made it seem like something else. You know, so uh, the women we know, for the most part, have the power in this situation. So there needs to be more clarity to the level of attraction and what we're calling this. And if this is, if it really was harassment or was it just, I'm not attracted to you. Okay. There's a a lot to be said. So... One fault on both sides for men and women, I think, is a problem is nobody nobody spends enough time to see each other's character to make a good judgment. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, another thing is even if a man is good looking, sometimes they're the worst ones because everybody's been throwing them ass that they're absolutely not taking a no. Yeah. The ego's so big that how dare you tell me no? Now I'm gonna just do what I said. Nobody's gonna believe you, type shit. We've seen movies, we've seen shows, we've seen articles, court cases where it's on some nobody's not gonna believe you type shit. And they target women that if somebody saw them together, he ain't rape you. Look at look at that Usher case when the the men came up and was like, yes. You know, we had dealings. The fat girl, nobody believed the fat girl. Oh, the one that gave him herpes, supposedly? Or he gave her Yeah, herpes. nobody believed her that he would ever. And and that is where loopholes exist in society of what could be harassment and who's believing who. And even when it comes to, like, wealthy college kids versus... The girl that lived in the trailer park, ain't nobody going to believe that 
I did anything to you? Why would I touch you? You know? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that kind of mindset is is hard to push because it's unfair. But at the same time, in 2022, we can't be men and women out here moving in a way where ever you're a man, I'm a woman, you're supposed to have these manners. You know, didn't your parents raise you like this? No. Some people was raised in the street. Uh-huh. Some people was raised in the street where they would beat you up in front of your grandmother. Yep. Stomp you and your father out. You know, stab both of y'all if y'all look at me a certain way type stuff. And so my thing is like, I'm raising two daughters and I'm on some, even me as a grown woman, I'm not going to the gas station at this hour. Yeah, it's just 8.30. Yeah, the gas station's lit. But I'm not going to the gas station at this hour. Some things have to be common sense. Some things have to be, I'm a woman. Somebody's going to see me and be like, oh, she an easy target. She loopy. Let me go see if I could do X, Y, and Z versus seeing a grown man in his work truck getting gas. Uh. You know? And so I feel like it's irresponsible to for me to be like, you know what? I want to go to Kroger for some chips. It's nine o'clock at night. I want to wear a mini skirt, my have my boobs out in heels, and be on my phone. Not a Bluetooth. I want to be on my phone, and I want the mini skirt to be hot pink. Like you calling attention to yourself. Yeah. A lot of people don't have manners, and you putting yourself in a risky situation for bullshit. And a lot of women want this illusion of I should be able to do that. I should be. No. That's like a rabbit going out in the jungle and saying, I want to go in the grass right now. And lions ain't eight. <laughs> like, why the fuck would you do that? Well, it, it goes with the same thing of freedom of speech. Like, you you have the right to say whatever the fuck you want. But you also are going to have to deal with the repercussions of the things you say. Yes. Like, you don't get yes. the, one don't get to come without the other. So if a woman's like, I should be able to dress however I want and not be harassed. Yes, you have the right to dress however you want. Not being harassed is not up to you. That's right. Contingent upon the type of people you're around and the environment you're in. And it's not something that people are going to feel sorry for if, if things happen because, like, you also got to be aware of that. You, like, people can't control how so many, and I know, like, y'all ain't from the tri state area, but. Up here, these crazy ass motherfuckers are doing random shit like pushing people on on train shit for no reason. Can you imagine yeah. you just walking around with your ass and titties hanging out in the middle of the night in Manhattan and the kind of things that would happen to you? I don't give a damn how many police are on the corner. These people don't give a fuck no more. So say this. Uh-huh. Even in New York, I done lived in New York for six years by myself. Uh-huh. Gone to LES at 10 o'clock at night to go to some party where I knew nobody. Mm. Huge party. Dancing, dancing, dance. 3 a.m. I'm leaving. I'm walking to the train station. Mm. Right? By myself. I'm getting on the train from LES to go to the Bronx by myself. All kinds of bad decisions being made this night. Let me tell you. The (laughs) thing I did in my 20s living in New York, I would never dare to do them here in Georgia now. 
Yeah, I, 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 I could agree with that because I was going to a lot of suspect places to fuck with chicks when I was when I was in my early to mid twenties, and I mean I was in East New York, Brooklyn. I was in in the Bronx, like in the project buildings. Yes, like where bitches would be like, "Yo, wait till my brother come downstairs," and me being a man, like, "What you mean, wait till your brother?" No, I'm coming up. She be like, "Nigga, wait till my brother come get you," and I'd be like, "Yeah." Oh. So he come down. He waved me in. I run up. I'm like, "Yo, she live on the second floor." We get to the thing. I'm like, "Why your brother had to come get me?" She's like, "You'll see." And like around one o'clock, we drinking and chilling in the room while you hear in the background, pow, 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 pow. And I'm just like, oh, they got fireworks out there? She's like, no, they shoot. Man, I, I just, live. This just goes on in the back of your building. She like going in the front too, and especially with people they don't know. Listen, this I, I live, I live diagonal from a precinct. <laughs> they shot, they did a drive-by at the precinct. <laughs> Like yep, when sure. I tell you people up top ain't got no manners, they ain't got no pics, they don't care. But at the same time, I appreciate it because it taught me how to move here. Mm-hmm. Like when my street is real tw- quiet, I'm looking at everything. I always make sure my truck door is locked. I always make sure all the doors is locked. I always make sure I know where my thing is. I always make sure if I ain't got that, what else do I have? I always make sure when I get in the car, I lock it. I always make sure when I'm with the girls, I have to have six eyes. Uh-huh. When I'm putting bags in the truck, I gotta got six eyes. People coming up to me to sell me some shit. No, I'm good. I hate, and, I, and this is the thing. Maybe it's a pro and a con, but I hate when men try to approach me when I'm with my kids. I, I can understand that, though. That's a level of like if I'm with somebody else and my kids, okay, sir. But if I'm by myself and I'm in a parking lot, have some observation about yourself and be like, no, this ain't it. I'll agree to this extent. It also depends on how you're dressed. Because if you with them kids and them titties and asses out, you fair game. And that's my thing. I don't care. I'm very. Particular on how I dress. Is it no? I know you would be, but I'm talking about like in another situation with like any other woman. I feel like yeah, if you with them kids and you dress provocatively, you ain't yeah. don't don't try that shit. We know you know you in with heels, a mini skirt, you sneeze, and I'm seeing your fallopian tubes. Yeah, um, you want this attention? Um, parts is jiggling. Uh, lots of loud jewelry. Sis, what? Mm-hmm. Even if your child, if your toddler runs out in the road, you can't even run and catch him. And if you do, you try and get on World Star. It's crazy. <laughs> so my thing is like, I'm not saying, you know, if you dress like this, you should be harassed. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying the the probability of this possibly happening because people out here ain't got no manners is higher. Yeah. Okay. And my thing is, men have to be more observant. Men have to uh, be comfortable for a no that might come, or be comfortable understanding that, oh, this girl is just using me for drinks and peep it and be able to be like, this is the cutoff. You know what I'm saying? Or be comfortable 
going out, not seeing a woman worthy of your wang and being like, okay, I'm going to just go home with my wang. Don't stay at the bar long enough or stay at the lounge long enough to be like, pussy is pussy. Let me get her because she's the most fucked up and she ain't going to remember shit. I ain't going to mention shit tomorrow because she ain't nobody. And somebody in 2022 is recording. Well, we also have to look at the kind of male you're talking about. These are more or less barbaric men. See, like the normal male who's got stuff to lose and, and probably a life and financial obligations and family, I don't think he's going to be the one that's so quick to be like, you know what, there's a stairwell. Let me try and rape this chick because she got a miniskirt on. Um, hella but- nerds do that shit. Hella, um, I work at a corporate job. My wife is at home and I got to take the kids to daycare tomorrow morning. We'll do that shit because they I- fucking stress. They, they, they too busy trying to be this persona that they're not. And they're just like, a bitch like her played me in high school. I'm going to wait till she walk out to her car and fuck her up. Still still in the barbarian category. But it's hidden. But it's like, you wouldn't look at him and be like, oh, this man is an Apollo, some khakis. Oh, he's just getting a drink before he go home. Nah, Sometimes it's that guy. You know why? There's too much video. Like, just, it. These dudes all look the same at this point. It, it really isn't even about a look. It's about their mentality from what I've seen because there's yes. so much video footage out here, and especially with the news up here where you just see a woman walking home to her apartment and a man in just a hoodie and jeans is behind her looking like a regular guy in the street, and mm-hmm. he walks by in the, in the building and then tries to run up in her apartment right behind her and tries to yeah. rape her. in the stairway and tries to rape her. It wasn't... He wasn't, you know, one shoe on, one shoe off, hair all crazy and stinking. He looked like a regular, like, dude walking around. So, like, that's why I'm just like, there's a mentality out here where so many dudes are barbaric. And some some of y'all definitely just need to keep your heads on the swivel, you know. But uh, these men that are doing that, I feel like it's hard to kind of gauge which one it is or which mm-hmm. one life because they don't have a particular look this day and age, I don't think. Now, I'm sure if you spoke with them beforehand, there are things that would have been said. Or, you know, maybe a drool coming out their mouth or some shit where you'd be like, oh, this, this motherfucker's a little too hungry. You know? Perfect, perfect example. Home, home, homeboy on, uh, on um, Players Club. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah aggressive. Aggressive. Uh, the one that get beat up in every Black Hood movie. Yeah, uh, aggressive yeah. nerd. You're going to yeah. try to push yourself into her apartment. <laughs> Like, but you know, at the same time, I hate that it's like this thing now where you could walk around the city and before you go in the bodega or the corner store, no hoodies, no this, right? No black. That ain't happening. My thing is like, who told you that you can only look like this and I feel like you're going to do these acts? I mean biases. <laughs> and, and I and I hate that that's like where it is because anybody can do it. But I understand fear makes people super precautious for certain shit. And you know, sometimes what if it's like, you know, I'm walking with the girls and I might drop something important 
and this guy is trying to get my attention or come up to me to give me my shit and I'm and I'm just like back the fuck up you know what I'm saying it's kind of like sometimes why somebody reacts to you is not what you think and sometimes why somebody is approaching you is not what you assume and depending on how um open that person is to the situation they might not see it like oh you're a bitch or you know you're a dick or i was just waving at you at the light not because you did something wrong or i felt like you cut me off but your fucking taillight is out or your jacket that's white is hanging out your car door you know like you just never know and we just live in a society where people think and assume shit that's not going on and people will see somebody getting robbed and not do shit yeah one one huge gripe that i have about living in the south is walmart's music in the fucking parking lot walmart music let me tell you walmart's music that they play from the loudspeakers of the building uh-huh. is so fucking loud in the parking lot that if somebody was getting kidnapped, robbed, or hurt, nobody in that shit would hear. Why are they playing music for the parking lot? I have no fucking idea. Like, it's so stupid and counterproductive. Oh, that's crazy. But, you know, um, I'm going to play these messages before they get any higher. And I have a list of what is harassment versus what is applying pressure um and i want to talk about the ways people apply pressure wrong and courting because do these new people court no (laughs) they text you to death they what you doing you to death and so i want to talk about all of that and if you have things that you want to interject and say i want you to say them don't hold it if you need to interrupt me, tell me because I hate forgetting shit mm-hmm. and then go on to the next thing. So I'm going to play these messages first. But the homeboys do it better than the females. The females, you know, it's, it's a difference between a woman cheat and a man cheat. A man cheat with his dick. So he, nine out of ten, he don't have feelings when his dick is the, the one on going flow. But we women, we evil. Sorry. We very fucking evil. Cause we come with men we come to hurt the motherfucker. We make sure we stab you in your nuts, your inside, your dick hole and everything, you know? But hey, that's what I'm talking about. That DJ's getting a little ridiculous, I don't <laughs> Girl, cause this is another video. Cause the same bitch that went to the house with the, the, the so called friend dick. She's the one who did the final move, and she she um I think they said she did a body body um body slam and broke her spinal. That was the final blow that took her out. So man, the thing is, it's a big difference when somebody invites you someplace. You better tell your ass no, thank you. I'm staying home. That's why I don't mind these motherfuckers having parties because you you're coming to my house. And when I, if I don't want to play with you guys no more, guess what? I go in my room, turn my music on, drink my my ass on, and I'm butt naked in my bed. In cozy in my bed with my doors locked. You can't come in till I invite you. Hmm. I don't even have parties at my house. I don't, you know what thing about me? I don't like um, 
hosting anything. I don't even like being a mom that set up the birthday party and got to do all this shit at the party. I hate that shit. <laughs> Listen, now I'm going, this is a topic. This is, this is towards the show. The problem that we're facing right now is since the pandemic, our men have changed. They got more female tendencies than we. We women, we've been so hurt and we've been through the emotions. We became the men of the the men of the relationship while you guys take the backbone and take all the hurt and shit that we going through. So yes, I believe it. I am an old school baby girl. I you know say if my mom if my both my parents were still alive, I would bring my man to see my parents to get the to get the okay. Point blank. I don't I I don't I don't feel like the pandemic changed these men. What what about the pandemic made men so weak and pathetic? I think all it did was Exposed the men who are weak and pathetic and brought more of them out. I don't think like there's there, men have changed. Like the guys that are doing what they're doing are exceptional at what they do because they have the balls to tell women you should pay for my drinking, pay my rent. Now, those motherfuckers were who they were. Yeah, I, I, there's still a demographic of men out here that got old school male uh, tendencies and a mentality, but they are less heard from because society mostly calls them toxic and says you're too masculine you're you're doing toxic things that are you're putting down women with your masculinity so they just don't say shit but i don't believe the pandemic because how everybody was broke besides the people who got ppe loans or whatever and they're now going to jail so they're even around to be out here dating doing fuck shit so everybody's broke, everybody's out of work, and everybody's either with somebody that they, they maintained a relationship with or with somebody that they found out they hated and stopped dealing with. But I don't, I can't, somebody would have to explain to me how the pandemic changed men and men only. <laughs> like, how that happened. Think, and I'm with you. I don't think it changed men, but I think it allowed the men who wasn't on shit to find other men in their own shit, and so it's just louder. Yeah. So, like, they they got, like, an eight shit club. Let's be loud. Let's be proud about it. Uh I don't want to spend money on women. I want to spend money with my boys, but I ain't gay, though. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) OG, then I'm going to jail because I'm an aggressive woman. Because, you know, I play football, so... I, I, ever since I start playing football, it's nothing but a, I, like I don't know something about me tapping a man on his ass. You know what I'm saying? Me biting him on the back of his neck. You know what I mean? Me getting aggressive and riding. You know, it's the one time I become a cowgirl. I'm not a cowboys fan, but I will ride the shit out of somebody if I have to. But um, yeah, um, you make me feel bad. Well, they they gonna arrest me because um, I like to get arrested. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm drinking. I apologize. Wait a minute. Definitely you drinking, my man. <laughs> drinking. No, but there was a guy that was talking about that. He was like, you know, women a little too mannish where they just walk up to you and do things to you because you're a man. They just feel like you're not going to react a certain way. And I feel like that too is wrong because it's unfair to 
do something to a man physically and feel like he shouldn't react because you're a girl or you're a woman. Um, I tell my girls all the time, don't hit no boy. Don't hit no man and think he not supposed to hit you because you a girl. Be prepared for that hit back. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. So uh, it's just, and, and he's, reciprocation is such a beautiful thing. And it might hurt if you if you don't think about it good enough. <laughs> well, I too is from New York. Uh, you know, I live in New York. I play for Jersey. Um, I travel all sorts of hours in the nighttime. When I fly out to go to games and everything like that, I, like, don't get it twisted. Like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe because when, you know, you see a, I don't look angry. I don't think I'm an angry person. You know, my name is Black Nasty on the football field. So when you see me with my big bags and my helmet and my thing and I'm walking, like, don't fuck with me. Yeah, but, you know what I'm saying? I do, I get scared. Like, I don't walk with my helmet. With my iPods on or anything like that. I have them on so people can think I have them on, but they're clearly off. Like when I walk from that train station from Southern Avenue to where I live across the street from um, the hospital, I'm on a, I'm on a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to get killed. That is a thing with women that I was infamous at wearing my headphones, but they not on just so nobody don't talk to me. But at the same time, you you're not gonna see both my hands. Yeah, you know, um, I'm prepared to who's walking the same steps I'm walking. Um, how close were they the last time I saw them? Um, were they over here? Did they just randomly disappear? Um, why are all those seats free? And you're choosing to sit right here, type shit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I even got off the train on a stop that is not my stop just to walk over to the other side of the steps to take the next train because I just felt the energy shift that I ain't like. And it's that shit that people today are not aware of because they just think everything is what's what's the thing you hate? Vibes. Like wow. you know, he didn't he didn't he was acting crazy here, but you wasn't looking. This and would be the thing that that I used to do on the train in New York is Go on the train, stand up, and look at how many people are not with their heads in their phone. If there was, like, a man on this train with a little girl that obviously looks like she's not his child, would anybody see and be able to say what she was wearing? Mm -hmm. You know, it is that type of shit that people are so not aware of today that's crazy. So when it comes to what is harassment, I feel like it's when you keep verbally pushing or physically pushing someone or making someone um, uncomfortable by cornering them, whether it's blackmail or being super nice and then flipping it one day because you got them where you want them or they feel comfortable or they come with you in the office like they've been doing for the past two months and now you proposition them and they feel like, fuck, how do I tell somebody this is what happened when they always see me in here kikiing with you? And so I think when a person declines it and you keep pushing it, that's harassment. If you keep popping up where you are not invited and asking them the same thing that they already said no to and pushing the same matter or the issue or uh, whatever it is that they're telling you no to politely, 
and you make them have to get nasty and it's still a no, you're harassing somebody. If you're caught blocking people who they actually like and want to talk to, you're harassing somebody, you're being manipulative. If you're um, being aggressive and they don't like it, or you talking to them in a tone that you don't talk to anybody else and they don't like it and they told you, please don't talk to me like this and you still talking to them like that, you're harassing them. If you're commenting on someone's body and they their body language tells you they're fucking uncomfortable, but you ignore it because you want to feel like the bigger person in the room um, and they tell you to stop and you act like, what? Stop what? You're fucking gaslighting somebody to make them feel like they're making something up that's really legit happening. And what's so messed up with that is when women harass men at a workplace, even though that man has a valid reason to report it to HR, a lot of times, depending on what that man's position is, he's the one that's let go, or he's the one that's moved to a different department, or he's the one that's at a different office. Because unfortunately, a lot of times in a corporate place, it's still that sexist look like, why would a woman do this? Yeah. How would it make you feel like that? But you're a man. You should be able to assert yourself a certain way. And a lot of women get away with harassment in corporate spaces more so than men do. Sometimes all you have to do when it comes to man, a man is make up some shit and go one time. Because the company would rather look at it like, okay, this person came to me with something that could be something or may not be something, but I'd rather not gamble this matter with the company being sued and just get rid of you. Well, the the risk they take now of doing that is because of people like me in the industry I work in. You can't, you can't do that because the, the man can sue the fuck out of you and your company. Yeah, because that's that's just reversing what we've already put in place. Like, okay, we hear women when they say they've been sexually harassed. Ain't no way in hell you just gonna ignore a man now when he right. sexually. What if he's part of LGBTQIA and he says I was sexually harassed? You know what are you gonna? Be? Well, you're a man. You you gotta figure that. No, no, you're not gonna do that. Right. Got <laughs> a lawsuit. Your company gonna see, and then you whoever made that decision gonna get extra fired. So now it's it's a little bit harder for it not to be taken serious on both sides. It's already been, you know, more or less catered to women in that area. But now, like, if a male comes out and says, you know, I was sexually harassed by Susan, they have mm-hmm. to take that to the serious, the serious, most serious degree. Like, you can't, it can't even be, like, taken lightly. And, like, an HR lady person couldn't be like, oh, yeah, you're kidding, right? Like, no, don't, don't, do not do that. Like, yeah. unless you want to lose your job immediately and end up in court. Like, now everybody, it's, it's supposed to be an equal playing field for the sexual harassment game. Now, any company that isn't acting like that, it's probably because they haven't been updated as to the new rules. But I, I want to say the other thing on the female side and male side that is hurting this whole process of um, harassment is the leaders such as Amber Rose who do what we were talking about earlier where it's like, wear what you want and don't worry about the consequences because a man need to be able to control himself. The slut walk. 
Yeah, spewing spewing that nonsense where she she acts like it's a bad thing if you are a woman that covers up your body. And then says, well, if you go outside with just a thong on and a bra, no man should be able to touch you. But it's okay for her to say that because she's up in the hills in Calabasas uh, sexually harassing a bunch of 19-year-old rappers. But nobody ever Mm. talks about that. Nobody talks about how Amber Rose's 40-year-old ass over here fucking on 19-year-old boys every other week and act like Um, a Look but, at Madonna. You know, let's let's leave that out. We'll, we'll leave that. That's another subject for another day. Madonna, but, uh, uh, share like yeah, yeah. These elderly white women in in Hollywood out here fucking these nineteen year old rappers. Yeah, Madonna stay walking around these dudes like a groupie. You're supposed to be a whole fucking legend in this game, and you running around chasing after little nineteen year old black boys with their pants sagging that I don't even know. I don't know these black boys she's chasing after. Which lets me know you are also trying to find the obscure black boy so you can fuck him in private and not get in trouble. You're not chasing chasing after fucking Travis Scott or like the super famous black guys. She's chasing after like little bubble butt or whatever these dudes are that nobody knows that are up and coming rappers in Texas or something like that. (laughs) You know what I mean? And they're like, yeah, I just just got one little hit. She's like, you are great. I want you to give me a hug with your shirt off after your concert. And then somebody snap a picture. Like, stop it. You ain't chasing after the Migos or the two of the Migos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's, 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 so, you know, some of the leadership. And on the male end, I just would blame rap music. <laughs> I guess since we're talking about rappers. That gives some of those men this type of aggression. Because uh, mm-hmm. I don't know any male leader that's like out here promoting that shit for men. Where it's like, yo, if a woman ain't giving to just take it, just grab her and, you know. I grab mean, her, the orange know? president of the United States was. Yeah, but he's a leader for a certain group of people. I don't feel like he's yeah. leading most minority men. He's leading some minority men. But yeah. honestly, all them, all them presidents gave me pedo vibes. Just the way they just handle people. Why would you touch a little girl that that place you know what really made me cringe whose funeral was it was aretha franklin's funeral when uh ariana grande was up there wearing that short ass dress and jesse jackson was just like he could not believe it wasn't butter i'm just like sir listen jesse jackson's always been jealous Of not being able to get the booty he was he felt he earned back in the day. That's crazy. You know, when you watch Dahmer, you know, that scene with him and um and what you call it? Big breast. Uh they kept <laughs> doing it. I haven't watched it. What's her name? The uh, woman who uh, she got that show Claws. Damn, I can't Oh, think. oh yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like they had a scene together in a room. And it was a guy playing Jesse Jackson, and he was acting me, all kinds of like, I need to get up in this. And you see titties be tittying, okay? But this, was, but this was this was the Jeffrey Dahmer. They were talking about Jeffrey Dahmer murdering people. <laughs> but he was looking at that the black woman like, I need to get up in this break. You, know, like, you need to chill out. But, I, <laughs> you know, he was second to Martin. Then Martin got assassinated. He didn't get no, no run. And then, yeah. then Obama got got the election, and he was jealous about that. Jesse always been 
the second base nigga. And he mm. always will be. You know, and that's his own fault. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I don't there's the men the men that are doing this overly aggressive thing, I feel like there are red flags that you will see. Mm-hmm. Contingent upon if you're talking to him or not. And like there should be nobody that you allow in your personal space to, or to get that close to you in general. So if you're on the train, you know, you have to have a little weapon on your little box cutter or uh nightstick or something to be like, sir, back up off me before I make you lose that front row of teeth. You know, they, you can't just let these dudes be up on hey. you because they I've I've seen what they do on the train, the drunk guy to come on there and be like hollering at every chick and then start screaming at her if they don't give him the number. Or come out there and pull his dick out. They're always doing something. Have I told you this story? So, when I was in my 20s, I was coming from, I think I was coming from some part of Decatur on the train late, right? And um, I had to take a westbound train, I think, to the middle of, like, downtown and then get on the train that was going where I needed to go. And this mentally challenged guy heavy like had to be at least two two fifty something right mm-hmm. he had tattoos all over himself people were sitting on the train i just sat in the seat that was closest to the door so i could get off and get to my next train and he had you know those um metal bars that go in the people's like side ear cartilage that got bells on both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had about 10 of them going from his forehead all the way down to his chin in the middle. Pierced. And he sat next to me. (laughs) He sat next to me and I couldn't really react like I wanted to because I was high. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm just like, shit. And um, it was before like Instagram and all that shit where your phone was like so digital and people was watching. They was like, oh shit, what he gonna do? What he gonna do? And he was like, hey, he was like, give me your number. And so I ignored him. I was like, maybe he, maybe he, he just need to say that and get it out of his system and leave me alone. (laughs) He was like, he was like, give me your number. He was like, what's your number? And he just kept getting louder and his tone was getting more aggressive. No man, no woman came to my aid. And I had to be at least like 20 or 21 at the time. I'm just like, fuck. I was like, okay. I was like, my number is... (laughs) I gave him my ex's dad's house number. He was like, what's your name? I said, Stacy. Okay, Stacy, I'm going to call you. I said, all right. And I got off the train. I kid you, for two years after that, this man kept calling the, his dad's house, be like, can I speak to Stacey? And his dad be like, I told you, boy, ain't no Stacey. He <laughs> 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 was like, who is this? Number Stacey. But it's so hard when a, a woman is met with a man with aggression and yeah. no common sense. And everybody's just like, ooh, I'm, I'm going to be entertained. I'm about to watch this. Because, yeah. like, who knows what could go down? Who knows what this man has? 
his mind clearly ain't there. And so a lot of times I do understand now why women just give a number. Why women, and I'm so happy the block button exists now. I'm so happy that, you know, if you give somebody your social media, you could block them. Yeah. Because I was, I was going to say, like, you know, they'll do the, I'm going to call you right now to give you my number thing. Yes! But I also feel like most men that are that type of crazy probably don't have a real phone to put the number in. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, if you're that desperate to get a girl's number, you probably don't either own a phone or have a place to call. You probably like to try and find a pay phone and jiggle some change in your pocket and see if you can call her from there. Like, I, I just feel like these guys that are acting like that are, like I said, barbarians that, uh, you know, to act on the lowest vibration of life. Like, there's no, there, you know, once you get away from me, you're good, which is obvious. But I, I just feel like the men that are doing that, you know, they're mongrels. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, there's no, there's no need that like neck, homeless on the street dudes, and I really mean homeless, not even like the regular broke broke guy I usually talk about. I mean, because that guy is good at getting women and good at keeping them somehow. So I feel like the guy we're talking about is literally like either homeless, living in a shelter, and like that shit crazy that acts like this toward women in public and is like. You know, blah blah blah. Like, cause you have to, you don't know how to function in society when you act like that with another human being. You can't function on that level. You can't function in the job. You can't function in normal spaces with other humans. So you're not gonna be able to work. You're not gonna be able to survive really. So you just gotta walk around acting crazy, and then at night go get scraps of food, either you know off the the, the floor of the streets or wait outside the back of um. McDonald's or KFC, wait for them to dump stuff in the garbage. Cause you're a mongrel. Yeah. So now we're dealing with these young people who weren't raised by like their grandparents and their dad and their uncles and their mom that checked them on that shit, right? Mm -hmm. So now we got women trying to leave their car at the gas station to go put money on the pump, and it's fifteen, ain't got shit to do dudes at the door blocking her from going in. Mm-hmm. We got a woman glutting something from the store because she said no to a guy. He cut her in the face on her way home. We got men stomping girls out and just walking up the street like ain't nothing. Not covering their face, just don't care. We got women out here trying to blow up men's cars because he t- he told you he was done with the relationship or didn't want to talk to you. You scratching up his car. You trying to take his front door off and, and go in his apartment. You kicking doors in. Like, where do you get off having that type of audacity because you don't like the response somebody's giving you? Who told you that that type of behavior is okay? We have women going out and just creating chaos with their moms in the passenger seat, with their babies in the back seat, uh, trying to run over men because they can't handle the breakup. They don't like the fact that they don't feel like 
they got their lick back or they got even. It's just a lot of people out here not able to handle someone saying, I'm done. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here and I don't want to deal with you. And I should have a right not to deal with you. So when it comes to like this harassment shit, you don't have the right to touch someone anywhere on their body. Sometimes if you touch somebody's hair, they feel uncomfortable. That's harassment. Sometimes if you take it upon yourself to keep mentioning every time a person gets their hair done or changes, that could be taken as harassment if they say stop and you keep going. Um, shit. Today, certain harassment could be your professor always calling on you to do shit when they could call other people or telling you you have to stay after class, just like singling you out can be taken as harassment. So I'm saying this to say, even though that's not your intentions, if somebody states that they're uncomfortable and you just think it's some simple shit, leave it alone. Don't push it. That shit about, um, you know, your grandfather telling you how, you know, your grandma used to get really mad at me every time I would keep asking her, can I walk her home and carry her books? And she used to tell me, no, no, no. She told me no for a whole year. Uh-huh. And, I just, and I just kept walking her home on the other side of the street, making sure she got home safely. Today, that's harassment. Don't but, do what your grandfather did type shit, you know? And that, that was a different type of harassment, though. Yeah, that, but that conversation is not happening. Because a lot of people, grandparents ain't around. A lot of people, dads ain't around. You know, in some states, at this point in time, you call somebody more than 50 times, that's a misdemeanor, and they locking your ass up. Mm-hmm. And, and what'd you say? As it should be. Like, what is with this this weird level of obsession you some of y'all have with people that you don't even know? Yo, 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 yo. I promise you. I promise you. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to put the show back on. But if you guys are looking for any updates or what's going on with the show or any relationship type, type topics, you know what I'm saying? Check out our Twitter, okay? At the real RR show on Twitter. You can find Dungeon on IG at OG underscore Dungeon. You can find me at what? Shambi Potten. All right. Back to the show. Like you never left. All right. Sorry. Well, I hope you're enjoying the show. Don't forget to check out Who Is Shan Shop for the latest merch for fall winter. We appreciate you. And let's, let's, get, let's get more into this. Just like what? Don't nobody look that good. I'm sorry. Like I've seen good looking people, <laughs> and none of them have ever been good looking enough. Where I was like, I'm just gonna stalk this woman. Like I don't care if she doesn't like me. Like I'm gonna dedicate my life, like a missionary, to just stalking this person. Why? There's millions of other people out here. Sorry, billions at this point. Eight billion apparently. Other mm-hmm. people out here for you to go and look after and try and hook up with. So I don't, I'm not sure what what's going on in your mind where you're like, I must have this one person, this one individual. You know? um, 
I'm gonna play these messages after I say this. The biggest turnout for me as a woman is a man I show no interest in who has been told a no on previous uh, pushes of engagement telling me what he's going to do to me. Give an example. Ugh. You know, I'm a, I'm a da 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 to you. You see, you see these hands. I'm a do this to this. Have has anybody ever did this technique, sir? Sir. But, but. But and your butt is if you liked a man and he said those things, that would be cool. No, that's not what I'm gonna say. What? Why are y'all even having a conversation? Like I, I don't. This should be. There's a point where the walk away just has to happen. Like, if you are in a position to walk away, but what if you're leaving a building that they don't work in your exact job, but you share an office and you're on the elevator? You know what's funny that I think women need to start taking into consideration. What do y'all train children to do when they're approached by a stranger? Scream out fire! Scream out help! Scream out stranger danger! <laughs> Y'all, why don't y'all just do that shit? You know, first of all, it's gonna really get people looking because a grown woman screaming out, stranger danger, somebody help me, I'm being hurt. Like, all you have to do is call attention to it ignorantly. And usually, if that person don't leave by then, then he gonna get arrested because he probably gonna start getting crazy. Or but if, if not, he should be so embarrassed, he'd be like, oh, maybe this person's crazier than I am. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you gotta meet crazy with crazy in order to you get do, rid of. But a lot these of these dudes, dude. a lot of these dudes ain't embarrassed, and that's scary. Like, but if there's if you're screaming, I'm being harassed, or I'm being raped, or stranger danger, and a cop don't come, then you know you just asked out because it's some that those are the type of days where a cop gotta acknowledge or somebody gotta call nine one one. But this lady seems to be needing help over here. Well, you know what's so crazy with that too is these police officers are afterthoughts. Uh-huh. They're more so they will they will grade the severity of what was done to you. Oh, that's a level one. You know, whatever. I I talked to him. Oh, you know, that's a level three. They only did this to him. Uh, when they do really step in on some shit is when your face is fucking fractured. Your brakes is cutting your car and you have an accident and you in the hospital. Um, did you make a report? You know how many times when I was actually in some shit and I made a report how many times that same precinct made me fill out a form and write down the same shit I already wrote seven times already? Yeah. I guess, later. I, I feel you, because I, I guess I should take into consideration the way they did Gabby Petito. Like, the fact that these cops couldn't help that young girl from being <laughs> murdered by her crazy uh, current boyfriend because they mm-hmm. thought he was the victim. They thought he was the victim. I was like, yo, I, I like I don't yeah maybe the cops aren't the best people to try and get in, in uh involved in these situations. I had a I, I had a cop tell me that 
in my domestic situation that oh he only hit you because he really care about you a cop at a precinct that's also because that cop was hitting his wife currently at the time period and that's why i'm just like it depends on your character as a person some people regardless of what on the outside they look like ain't about to help shit i've seen people watch on their ring cameras women getting handled and when that person leaves and that woman is in the hallway asking them for help or asking them to call somebody they just watch it and they will gladly post that shit on tiktok they will gladly post it on facebook they will gladly post it on instagram so you know even today i'm i'm watching this lady in court i forgot what state she was in talking about this um this flexible joint custody law that's put in place and she was talking about how the law is not preventative or it doesn't help a parent who's dealing with another parent who has a problem and in that case her ex-husband had an alcohol issue I think his alcohol level was like at an 8.2 or some shit. And he basically shot each of their kids in the face four times. After she took numerous pictures of him abusing their kids when they would go visit over eight times and the judge dismissed them all. Well, that judge should be able to (laughs) have to face some uh, jail time themselves. Because that clearly... Right, but my thing is like... A lot of shit that's put in place that's supposed to help citizens that use their tax dollars to pay for these people to have these fucking jobs are not preventative. And a lot of times, that's why I'm just like, if you live in a state and you can't have a firearm, why the fuck don't you have a firearm? If you live in a state and you can't have this, why wouldn't you just have that just in case some shit go down? Yeah. Because there are some places where if you call the police, we'll be there in five minutes and they're there in three minutes. There are some places in Atlanta where you call the police and they write down the street, it's going to take them 35 minutes to come to your house. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to protect yourself, your family. You have to be able to know the laws where you live at. You have to be able to, even if you're a man, I think a lot of men who are fathers fall into this gap of, I ain't gonna do no police report because they gonna look at me and be like, I'm a man and she a woman, she ain't do that shit. And women keep doing shit because they know men got a lot of pride and they're just like, "I I got work to do. I don't wanna deal with that drama. No, I didn't do a report when she keyed my car. No, I didn't do a police report when she cut the brakes on my shit. No, I didn't do a police report when she kicked my door in the third time. No, I didn't do a police report when she was trying to run me over when I picked my son up at the daycare. No, I didn't do a police report when she blocked me from my last 15 visits. But then those same men turn around and be like, the court system don't give a fuck about that. Mm -hmm. If there is not a balance of that's coming in having this common shit happen something needs to be put in place ain't shit gonna be put in place but let me tell you this a mom who likes drama and is lazy as fuck 
has no problem with taking off of work for her kids, has no problem with, ooh, I heard he had a new job. Let me go up my child support. I'm going to court. Ooh, I see he got a new girlfriend and he upgraded his house. Let me go to court. Um, I want some more money. Mm-hmm. There has to be a balance. You have to show face. And so for me, as a woman, as a mom, when I talk to my friends who are men, who are fathers, and I hear if they dealing dealing with a booger wolf type <laughs> of mom, I'm just like, she she said what? She said she gonna get somebody to pistol whip you what? Yeah, go ahead and do that report. Go ahead and do, and then and then they get furious. He was like, yo, bitch, ass went to the police and you did da da da. Yeah, yeah. So so did you set the tone that I'm not playing with you? I will make you look like a fool in court. Mm. A lot of like to say, oh, they're not gonna give a dad, you know, full custody of their daughters or or their sons. They they are. A lot of men are getting full custody of the kids because their mother's out here acting a fool. Mm-hmm. But you got to open your mouth. You got to open your mouth when women step out of bounds. Women who are told by men, this is just this. I don't want anything more. Sir, make sure every time you bring your own condoms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because women do trick men up. And in certain states, even if you put it in the trash and she turkey based herself, she coming to you for child support. And certain judges will write that off. Uh, uh, uh. So you you have to watch yourself too. A lot of men out here think it's cool to have a side chick or a sneaky link or I just deal with her for this. But she's been giving you hints that she wants more. And you're just like, absolutely not. But you still falling asleep around her. You still getting comfortable in that one slip up. Now y'all parents together. Or you got hot grits getting poured on your back. That too. Not and not, I don't not. know what it's gonna take for people to learn. If you gonna do dirt, stop videotaping that shit. Exactly. Stop that, posting it. That only became a thing when you these people, when these poor ass people were able to access phones that have live recordings on them, because back in the day, when Sprint only had flip phones and stuff like that, they weren't recording their crimes. You know, we need to go and back. If they were, it was so poor quality, you couldn't see shit. Yeah, we all we need to do is your the phone you should be allowed to have should be by your income. You shouldn't be allowed <laughs> any form of an iPhone. If you're living on uh, any type of Section 8 or government assistance, you should not be allowed to own an iPhone. You can have her own an Android. I will allow that. But you should not be allowed to own an iPhone. These phone companies not going for that because these phone companies is like credit cards. Yes, give them the phone so they could be late on the bill and owe us more than what they pay for the phone. And that's how they're looking at it. They're not looking at it as in, Oh my God! They might not be able to pay for the phone, or they might not. They they love the fact that you're not gonna be able to pay for it because you owe me. You signed the contract. We when we do our comeback show, I want to do a show about people who can't afford phone bills should not be dating, or actually. <laughs> I don't understand how a phone bill is the hardest thing you have to pay. 
I don't really hear people who are like, I can't pay this car note, which is always higher than a phone bill. Or I can't pay, get food for the night. But for some reason, there's always a person out there who just can't pay a phone bill. You really can't come up with like $80 a month. And the phone you got probably like $50, $60 a month. My phone bill $80 a month. Dollars. Huh? Really do. I miss when the phone bills are $50. It was, it was cool, like even when it was that. But I mean, they've actually come down. Because remember, when everything was unlimited like it is now, them shits was like 150 a month. I was paying like 150 a month at one point. Now I'm paying. That was, when, that was when we was paying for minutes. Yeah. No, that wasn't. No. Just that was everything unlimited. When Sprint was around and Verizon and them would compete. When it was Sprint, AT&T, Verizon, before mm-hmm. T-Mobile ate, ate them dudes up. Unlimited shit when Sprint or Verizon was 150 a month. And you could have all the minutes, all the unlimited phone, unlimited uh, text, and unlimited internet. Now, all of that is like $80 a month. For That's all crazy. the big networks, even Verizon. So, you know, shit has changed, but like, I just feel like people who are out here recording all their terrible activity because mm-hmm. they're, for lack of a better word, obviously stupid. Uh, <laughs> it's like, shouldn't be allowed access to certain types of phones. Mm. They don't need them, you know? <clears throat> Might have to be a future show. I'm going to play these messages. Check this out. So when I was growing up, um, I was getting harassed by my dad's tenant and i'm not sure because i was scared of my dad i live in a haitian family taboos taboos real and my father these guys were pretending to be my dad's friends they were sex and harassing me and in getting to me they would say they would tell my dad on me i was scared i'm a young girl i'm like i'm my mama's first daughter and I'm live when we have a we happy with our dad, my dad, my this man who's my dad that he's only I only know him as Poppy. So I'm was well, not me being so fucking young. I'm trying not to mess up my mom's home, our home, our family, and these fuckers were harassing me to the point, chasing me, following me to go to school, coming home. It was real bad. That's crazy. But that does happen, especially with uh, Caribbean uh, families because, you know, like the house we got in Jamaica is is like the front of the house is like two gates and then it's like open and then it's like a main gate to get into the house. But it's because it's like the last house on the street um, before you get to where the water is everybody comes to the house and it's usually dark in the front and you don't know who is who you don't know who walked in the yard you know somebody could be like oh i'm such and such you know a friend of your dad or your friend of your aunt or your friend of da, 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 and you don't know and they just so like conniving and manipulative about how they get in and fit in and you know do what they do and just dip out and all you know is visually what you see. You don't know no na- real name. People got nicknames and all that shit. So yeah. that's why now, because I'm a mom, I'm very like, oh, you having a party? <clears throat> I'll send a gift. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, why you ain't come to the? Everybody was there. That's why the fuck I didn't come because I don't want to put my kids in a space where they don't know names, like real names and faces, and yeah. it's just so much shit going on. I don't know where such and such ran off to. That's how shit be going down. I'm just like nah. Yep. I'm not at all. Yeah, that's crazy. Long story short, I was thinking that I was taking all this harassment for my fam from away f- so they could harass me and not my two siblings. Come to find out, they were they were doing that to my siblings. The thing is, like the only thing that hurt me when me and my sister f- had a big argument in Dubai was she was like, "Yeah, the difference between me and you was I always threatened them that I'm going to tell Poppy on them." I couldn't do that because I didn't know if Poppy really loved me or anything like that. I just felt like I was a child just keeping my mom happy and keeping our house happy. Like, it's hard for y'all yeah, yeah, women don't understand. It's really hard to put that pressure on a little child. Well, I'm a little child playing a grown-up's game because I want my mom to be happy. You know, you know, we, he still was my dad all the way. He passed away. Rest in peace, Poppy. And, you know, he's a mommy. Him and mommy's in heaven right now. Rest in peace, you know. Yeah, that um type of kid guilt is crazy. But that's what manipulators dwell on. Like they want you to feel like if you do this, you gonna fuck up everything, you know, just shut up. Uh-huh. And if you don't go against that, <clears throat> you gonna carry that into your twenties, you're gonna carry that into your thirties, you gonna carry you just gonna carry it forever and at a certain point, you just got to get tired of making sure everybody's life looks like it sounds. I'm just like, fuck it. This is what this is what really went down. This is what really happened. This is who this person really is. I remember when we had an apartment in Maryland, right across the hall was this guy that was a pedophile. Uh-huh. He was a pedophile. But the way that I had to go out the apartment building is going in front of his door where he was there with his wife. She had a daughter. I don't know if that was his biological daughter. Um, and he would sit there right at the step, um, always try to say something to me, always offer me money for the ice cream truck, just sit there and watch me out from outside. If I had to bring my bike in, he oh. would watch me go up the step. Um, and my mom caught him one day where he thought I was going to come out the apartment right across the hall. This man was in a robe, butt naked. Wow. And, uh, she had called the police or whatever. And, um, I guess they told him he couldn't stay there or whatever. He was still staying there, but he would hide his car. He had like this, um, green box Chevy and he would either park it on the side of apartments where it's not obvious in the front or in the back. And a lot of times I would see him drive close around where the parks are in the, um, in the, uh, apartments and just park his car and sit in his car and just look. And it's creep shit like that, that you gotta be like, what the fuck? Yeah. You gotta be aware. He be having a swivel. And so stuff like that, I'm just like, damn, I used to be outside from like 9 a.m. to like 6 o'clock. I wouldn't dare let my kids do that. Ah, too long, Ali. Too many pedophiles riding around in ice cream trucks and shit. 
Man, this shit is crazy. We got one more message and now I'm gonna get into this applied pressure. Chan, to be honest with you, we don't have grandparents no more. We got grandparents. Because remember, back in the day, my, my a grandparent would be like 50, 60 years old. Now you got grandparents that might be 24 and up years old. So we don't have the, the, the you have to understand the village is gone. We don't have the villages that used to teach us the right and the wrong way of life. We have youngsters teaching youngers how to be parents and all. That's true, but we got Wi-Fi. <laughs> and most of the time when we got Wi-Fi, it's free. And people sharing shit that, you know, when our parents were little, like, Oh, you don't tell people that. You don't tell the world your family business. You don't tell this. You don't tell that. People telling everything now. So you can't walk around and be ignorant unless you're purposely choosing to be ignorant. You can't walk around not knowing unless you're purposely choosing to not know. And I understand uh, Gen Z is not courting. They don't know shit about that. They don't want to do shit about that. They are for shortcuts, but at the same time, they have to know what's the difference between harassment and applying pressure. Applying pressure is separating yourself from the rest when someone likes you and you got that confirmation. Um, it could be through your approach, how you how they interact with you, smiling with you, um, body language. Do they call or text you back, or are you always calling? Okay, it's it's very vivid. If someone wants to be bothered with you or you're pushing someone to say something to you. And what really messes this up is women who haven't done their self-work where they're just like, ew, I don't even like this person. But you're using this person and faking like you like him for lunch. You're using this person and faking like you like him so you can pay your bill. You're using this person and faking like you like him so... You know, you can go here and get in here for free. And then when that person has this illusion in his head that you like him, that's why you interact with him and he makes a move. Now he's harassing you. You can't do that. Uh Men too. A lot of men who are um, (laughs) undercover camouflage bums. Uh uh, Oh. I don't feel like getting my own place right now. I'm going to just talk to this girl right here because she got her own shit or whatever. And I'm going to just pack a bag and keep staying at her house. Sooner or later, he got a toothbrush there. He know um, the tenant laws in that state or that county. And he got a pizza coupon book coming there and something stupid like maybe a credit card um mail come in there okay this is my residence not on documentation but legally i get mail here this is my residence you can't kick me out if you want to evict me you got to take me to court and then once you get the paperwork to take me to court to evict me i got three months in this bitch yep squatters rights listen so men and women have to be really picky about who gets to know where they live who drops you off, um, sharing your location with your friends so they know that, okay, you're going on a date. You don't know this person from nothing. We going to see where you at. If you have a second phone, don't let the person know that you have a second phone. 
keep it on you type shit. Like, you have to be aware. And men, it's called a hotel for a reason. Why do y'all feel the need to bring women that you're not into to your actual place? Do you know that women are being used as mules? Women are being used as you get in, leave the door unlocked, and then we gonna come in 15 minutes extra after. Just text us and be like, what that man got in his shit? Uh-huh. Use any weapons. Take a picture of this. Take a picture of that. Uh-uh-uh. Stop thinking because you a man and she a woman, she wouldn't do that. Some women are easy to manipulate by other men and they go in and they do lots of jobs, different jobs, different positions. A lot of women out here are very heartless. Uh-huh. Okay, so when it comes to, um, what did you guys say? No, I said that's facts, go ahead. When, you, when it comes to applying pressure, you gotta wait for the feedback. It can't be, oh, I'm gonna keep doing this and I'm gonna send her flowers here and I'm gonna, you know, send her flowers to her address. Did she give you her address or did you look up her address? Because if you looked up her address, you're harassing her. If she gave you her address, then it's okay for you to send flowers there. If If she told you where she worked, it's okay for you to meet her there for lunch because she texts you, meet me here for lunch. Like, the worst thing a man and a woman could ever do is invite yourself into somebody else's space. Yes, definitely. That shit is not cute. It's not attractive. Um, she's not, he or she is not going to say, man, I ain't even give her, you know, what time my schedule is going to be. She just always pop up when I'm on my lunch. They are fucking stalking you. Uh-huh. That's not cute. Some women would think so, though. That's not applying pressure, okay? Making time for a person because they've been making time for you, okay, that's applying pressure. Having clarity on what you want with them and what they want with you through action and um, verbiage, that's applying pressure. Being original about your approach, Meaning, if you out with this girl or you out with this guy and they go to the bathroom and somebody don't like the fact that you didn't want them and they pop up and they be like, did, did they take you here? Did they take you there? Did they say this to you? It shouldn't align. Uh-huh. It shouldn't be cookie cutter. It shouldn't be, you know, this is the formula. And then when they do this, they going to dump you. They going to be done with you because it's... That's not good. That's not good for your playbook. (laughs) Like, everything should be different if you really like a person. The questions that are being asked when y'all do talk. Is it a ping-pong conversation? If I get quiet, do they ask something that excites me to say something else? Is the laugh genuine? Is the interest genuine? Or are you just sitting there looking for vibes? Right. Where the is the wing so good that you was just speechless the whole time? The whole time? <laughs> exactly. You could have forgotten that's me. To even see if I was a hint of crazy. Just a tad. Listen, 
Don't know? be fooled because there's a lot of women out here using men to make another man jealous. Uh-huh. And then they get that man caught up in a shootout, a confrontation, some bullshit he ain't know he was in because he ain't signed up for it. Um, there's a lot of men out here putting women in a stupid ass situation because I shouldn't have to sit you know out with you <coughs> seven weeks in and say so you mean there's no one that would see us out and get offended and think they were still in a relationship with you because if there is you need to let that person know that that's a possibility uh-huh Stop trying to have this option and that option and this option because there's some people out here that are fucking ticky-ticky. There are some people out here that feel like instead of me go directly to the person that's in control of giving me the information, honestly, I'm going to go at this person because I got to erase her from earth or I got to make sure they don't exist or I got to teach them a lesson. That's why I have a hard time with women who want to call the other woman yeah they're coming at you woman to woman is not a real thing what hey come at your man who got both of y'all playing each other come at him or is he is he even your man no he's not because you're a side piece that's why you go on to the other woman because you think she's a side piece what is what do you need to know that's going to change anything you feel about this person because it's not? Mm-hmm. And what if that's the main chick that's about to knock your teeth back in your mouth? Because you shouldn't be there in the first place. And let's say, let's say, let's call, say you call the other woman, right? And you get whatever information you need to get. Your decision for what you're going to do going forth was your decision before you call me, ho. Yep. That is not going to change. So, like, I'd be so stuck, like, and then if I tell you anything where you decide to not think I'm just a liar, right? You went so far to find me, look me up, got me, I gave you the information, you think I'm a liar. Is the value for this man tomorrow when he doesn't know that we had a call the same for you? And the problem is, for a lot of women, the value of that man that's been disrespectful, dishonest, is even higher after you find out that he's been dishonest and disrespectful. And that's why we have such a huge number of men out here having a lot of audacity because women's self-respect is at a fucking low. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, uh. Y'all too focused on the numbers of men that are out here compared to women that y'all just letting them do anything. And then y'all have the nerve to sit on social media and be like, these men ain't this. And they talking about doing a buffer date before they do a real date. Because women out here are fucking lazy and looking at a man as a ticket not to do shit for the rest of their life. Uh And so it's a balance that needs to be had. You can't look at a man who's been grinding for his career, putting in the effort, putting in the days, um, not having fun, and he gets picked up by a big organization that wants to pay him 
for the rest of his life and be like, all I got to do is be cute and get him and I'm going to be good for the rest of my life. No. Mm-hmm. No. Look yeah. at DJ Custer's wife or ex-wife. DJ Mustard was married? Yeah. Yes, he he been with the girl for 17, 18 years. Uh-huh. I think married for like 10 or 15. She signed a prenup and she gets nothing. Because she was a side piece? No, because you <laughs> sat in a marriage with someone you knew for a long time and felt like there would never be an end. So all I have to do is sit here and look pretty and not have shit for myself. Uh-uh. You have, this is why I'm just like, if you be, if you're with someone who's not like-minded or doesn't have goals or ambitions for themselves, is not actively doing something, and then all they do is use your money to live a lifestyle that they did not put effort into, it's bound to be doomed someday for some reason. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's not even your doing. Sometimes it could be y'all had a freak accident and now what you were doing for your lifestyle, you're amputated now. Mm-hmm. Now you got to Right. And most of the time, the women that these men be picking, they don't love them like that enough to take care of them if they can't have a certain lifestyle. But you like that wild boy life where he's out there running from cops and riding them dirt bikes. So he got in that accident. Now he got to take care of his crippled ass and he didn't have no money. So what's next? And let me tell you, the, there's, a, there's a, a different personality that comes with someone who is used to having shit and having a lifestyle and having the ability to do something and all of a sudden that's gone. They are fucking mean. They're angry. They're depressed. Uh-huh. And if you're not willing to deal with the cons of what that other side of this lifestyle could be, stop cheering that shit on. Yep. Exactly. If you mar- if you married to a boxer that's very wealthy and they do a lot of fights, eventually that man's brain is not going to be ticking like it should. Are you going to be taking care of him? Mm-hmm. Unless you're Floyd Mayweather. Listen, and he do what he do in the ring with his women, and they clearly do not care. Yep, he he definitely boxes them too. Like the hell, and that's why I'm just like, stop, stop pointing fingers at these men. Like it's a man problem. It's the women that's allowing the shit. Same thing with men too. Men be with women who they know do not like them. Mm-hmm. But they're with those women because they want to stroke their ego when they step into rooms or when they step on planes or when they on vacation. Yeah, I maybe look like this, but look at my bitch. Yeah, but I'm like real, real niggas. Now we were like, man, nigga, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we know she got something on the side, or I can take her away from you. You're always gonna be challenged if you have that look about you. Where you're not a figure, or you look like some loser ass dude, and you keep doing like that. That always come back to haunt you as well. That doesn't usually last too long when you're Mister. But you got to be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. It's too many people aloof. Like this shit ain't real, and this shit ain't happening. 
There's people out here in full marriages with kids and in businesses, but between their three friends, they got an apartment where they take whoever when they want to cheat. <coughs> and they split it three ways. And then you got these people in marriages like um, STD test. I'm married. Bitch. <laughs> I don't care if I'm in a relationship for 10 years, married, I'm getting that test every six months. Because people values are not what you think they are. That's facts. So yes, you can be in a full marriage for the last 25 years. If you dumb, you don't get tested. But if you smart, you gonna get tested. Because a lot of people make excuses for what they do outside of their marriage, outside of their commitments, outside of their household. Yep. And sometimes it's women and sometimes it's men and women. So it's either you're going to play yourself or you're not about to be played. It's either you're going to set a boundary or you're not going to have any boundaries. It's either you're going to be clear and direct and ask those questions that people don't want the answers to or you're not going to answer them. And then when they do make you like a fucking fool, you shut the hell up. Yeah, right. So applying pressure wrong, in my opinion, is, like I said, showing up at their job and they never gave you the address. Calling their kids your babies and y'all ain't married. Mm. Mm -mm. That shit is not cute. Calling their parents your in-laws and y'all ain't married. Why are you showing up at my job and I didn't give you the address? That's crazy. That, that is a sign of crazy. That is a sign of crazy. You claim you claim them as your sign if I can't other. And I said that like I said it on purpose. Because mm -hmm. that's what significant other is supposed to be for. Someone that can sign if you cannot. Mm. But barely know them. Uh. A lot of y'all make it easy for scammers and y'all don't even understand. <laughs> That's because they are not being aware and not having the proper conversations. Madness. You would find this stuff out if you talk to people. You know, and yeah. they also would probably get you out of it if you talk to them because they'd be like, you know, they're asking me too many questions. They're on to me. I must, I must go on and, re and retreat from this mission. But when you just sit there and work off stupid ass vibes, this is what happens when somebody ends up being. Bat shit crazy later on and running up in your crib in the middle of the night and you wake up and they staring at you. Talking about where was you all day? And you were like, how did you get in my house? Listen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like You find shit out when you talk to them. You find shit out when you see their license and it's not expired. You find shit out when you see that, oh, you have a schedule. You have shit you do other than be available to me throughout the day, throughout the week. Um, you find shit out when they <laughs> go into the gas station and you open up that motherfucking glove box and the name on the mail or the name on the registration matches the name that they told you. You find shit out when you call their number and their answer machine 
says their name or something affiliated to what they told you. Uh-huh. Um, there's so many ways where you can find shit out for real. You ask, you ask them a different way about their birthday. If they tell you something different and you remember they told you this or they talk to you about some shit they already told you something about and now it's different. All of that shit are clues. We all watched Blue's Clues before. <laughs> like, stop playing yourself. Uh-huh. If they buy you extravagant gifts, but they never gave you any attention, and when you tell them no thanks, now they're embarrassed and they flipping out. And it's on some negative shit. Yep. There are men today that are bold enough to go out, ask women out on dates. That woman gives that man a chance. They go out on a date and then everything's cool. The woman goes home, they go home. Next day, they text him about the date and he gets so comfortable enough to be like, man, I thought you was never going to pay me any mind. And then she's like, why? Because <clears throat> I thought a woman like you wouldn't talk to me and I thought I was going to have to do this and take it. Mm -hmm. Legit. If a man ever says some shit to you like that, let that be the last time you see him, talk to him or anything. It's not funny. Yeah. Weirdo shit. And a lot of women think that's funny until they in a position where Oh, I said no, and you just keep going? Mm-hmm. Or I said, I want you to leave, and you in my kitchen butt naked making eggs and bacon? Yeah. Or, you know, I said, you know, I have to go to work. Can you unlock the door and you won't unlock it? Like, don't put yourself in a position like that. <laughs> and stop calling your friends. When your friends is like, you need to leave that nigga alone. Yeah, right. And just complaining about it. Because I'm that friend to be like, if I told you to leave him alone, and I see your, um, I see your location, and that's where you at, I'm gonna text you. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna text you just like that. Okay. Do your thing. Because you're going to embarrass yourself. Or you've been embarrassing yourself. <laughs> you've been embarrassing yourself. Y'all know y'all have that friend when they go quiet, you know they in some shit. <laughs> or they go quiet, you know they talking back to such and such. Mm-hmm. If you block their number and you get random calls from different numbers because you because you blocked them, like I said, in some states, that's a misdemeanor, and you will be arrested. They will come find you. Okay? Do not confront women at night in a dark parking lot. Do not try to take advantage of women who are drunk or tipsy, taking them to their car, and they don't know you. Women, stop going out and you can't control your liquor and getting into an Uber or a Lyft. (laughs) Those are regular, regular people that will take advantage of you. 
I don't believe that shit. And I'm not saying you can't go out and drink. You can, but you got to have the right setup. If you go out with friends and you know one of them don't really drink like that, let them know. Is it cool if I drink? Make sure I get home. Make sure I have this. Make sure you come pick me up. Just text me. And nobody really realistically wants to go out and babysit an adult. Not at all. I I told people straight up, when I go out, I do not want to drink. Because I know when I drink, I want to be comfortable. I want to relax. And I don't hold liquor like that. It don't take much for me to be loopy. But I've been around men who will drink brown liquor straight 10 times and be completely fine. (laughs) Six bottles, six bottles and be completely fine. Smoke and be completely fine. I know my limits. It's irresponsible not to know your limits. It's irresponsible to put your bag down in a lounge and go dance. Like you don't have shit in there that will ruin your life if somebody gets it. Well, I mean, if you're still in the club stage, I mean. Club, lounge, restaurant. (laughs) It's irresponsible to go on a date with somebody new and not be able to afford your dinner if you have to pay for it yourself. (laughs) <laughs> well, we know that's a whole nother conversation. There was this man on TikTok talking about how he hates dating because <clears throat> he went out on a date this week with a woman who was like, she picked this very expensive restaurant. <clears throat> they went or whatever, and she ordering, can I get the Merlot? <laughs> I got up for the table. He looking at the um the bartender and she looking at him and he looking at her like the Merlot. And she was like, What? First of all, bitch. <laughs> if anybody ever corrects you, you need to eat that. Don't respond in a nasty way like you ain't fuck up. Then she was <laughs> She was trying to order the steak and he couldn't pronounce it. And so I'm just like, your vetting has to be better as a man before y'all get somewhere and you in, you find out this chick can't read. Yeah. Is that, that was his own fault. You can't sit there and say, I hate dating because of that. That means you suck at vetting people. Fuck you mean? Like, come on. Be better than that. If they show you something and you don't like it, leave them alone. Stop putting it to the side like, okay, I'm going to put this in the categories of what I don't like. I'm going to put this in the category of what's skeptical about them. I'm going to put this in the category of weird and I'm going to still talk to them. And who told you just because somebody calling your phone for the third day and you don't like them and you don't want to talk to them, you got to answer. Mm-hmm. 
like there are people who are relentless there are people who have seen their moms pursue a man the way that they try to pursue you there are people who turn into completely different people with liquor there are people out here in 2022 doing cocaine five times a day as managers as teachers as um people who take care of the elderly djs no (laughs) like what five times a day though five times a day like the shit that some of my friends have told me about people they've dealt with is just like and you okay with that you know some deviated symptoms doing that that's crazy to me but you know people out here doing what they do i'm gonna play these messages and i'm gonna talk about some courting and i feel like that's all that needs to be said um we gotta be paying attention to what's verbally matching the physical we gotta be paying attention to actions after you said it one time body language tone all of that shit yep i'm not working with somebody on being in a relationship if they don't know how to talk to me okay all right i'm gonna play these messages (laughs) in a lot of cases just because you get married and you're claiming the in-laws or all of that type of stuff, it still don't really make much of a difference in a lot of cases. So you would think that on the outside of being married, they were like, well, it's crazy to not do that as if once you get married, it actually makes it more better. But in actuality, once you cross over to that line, a lot of times it still don't change the fact because Yes, to y'all, it is marriage and the paperwork and all that's been done. But to the rest of the folks, uh, you still a stranger. You still a person that they don't know. A person that's still gonna have to get to know the same as that way. If you wasn't, you know, what I said was girl. It's, it's like it really doesn't change. Like if people kind of force the title on and taking it on because by law it it means that. But people don't get into that character and in that role for real. They still they they, they just. I understand that. Yeah. And that's like what I was talking about last episode that we did where back in the day before you married somebody, they met your parents. Now today when people marry each other, you don't meet parents until like a year after y'all got married. Uh, sure. Or if that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you don't meet them at all. You know, sometimes for the right reasons, some of these parents could be toxic as fuck ignorant as fuck i mean years ago we had um a dad that hired hitman to kill the husband his daughter picked because they were black and you know they were indian and he didn't want that to happen right people do crazy shit that sounds insane you know what i'm saying 
got F and G. I ain't even going to disturb y'all like that. First off, shout out to the host. Y'all know who it is. Stereo, all aboard. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom, boom. What's popping, what's cracking, what's shaking, ladies? Y'all know my name is your man, FNG. The voice of the BNWO, a.k.a. the Freak Nasty God, all that good stuff. Y'all know why I'm getting, giving y'all this message. People want to go on dates, but you don't want to go half on a baby. <laughs> if you cannot afford your own dinner, you should not be going on a date with somebody. Everybody go half. First three dates, it shows that you're serious about getting to know the person. But I ain't going to bring that up. I hope y'all having a good show. Shout out to the uh, relationship, the Real Relationship Report podcast. You know what I'm saying? I definitely want to go check that out. Fire shit, y'all. Great, great quality content. Okay, I'm back in the listeners. Thank you. FNG, man, what up? Yeah, um, I, that shit is always stupid to me. Like, if I go out to eat with you and I let you see what my mouth do with food, I don't care who pays for this because that's not why I came out here. If I just wanted to eat, I would have ordered my shit to go and I would have went home by myself. I'm clearly interested in getting to know you and chilling and eating something. If it's where I'm going to pay, I'm not going to be bothered by paying because I figured out that I liked you before we got to this restaurant. And on top of that, it's just food. Like, I don't, this thing of, oh, I spent my money and now I'm mad about it. I'm just like, yo, if you couldn't afford that meal, then you don't need to be doing that in the first place. You couldn't afford them drinks. You can, we've all been on a date where somebody, you know, just wasted our time and we had to pay for the drinks and the meal. But mm-hmm. also, like we said, got <clears throat> vetting and you won't have to worry about that. You know, and right. if you do your due diligence, you might still get a fuck up. That's looking for a free meal or drink, and that's gonna happen. But you should also be making the type of money where that's not going to end you for the rest of the week <laughs> because somebody wasted, you know, your forty dollars or your two for twenty that you did at Applebee's. Which brings me to the point of if you cannot afford for yourself and a guest or someone you like to eat. You should not be dating because you are not prepared. Or or if you can't afford your phone bill, throw that right on top. You are not prepared. <laughs> like for me, when I take my girls out to sit at a restaurant because I need to teach them how to sit at a restaurant and eat and I need to teach them how to order for themselves, when they waste the food, yeah, I get irritated because I could have cooked you something at home and we didn't have to come out here and eat and I had to pay somebody gratuity plus this. But I'm not going to get upset at another adult that I took time to get to know and like and asked to come here or they asked me to come here and I could have told them no or I could have not showed up or I could have blocked their number and I went. And then I get mad that Oh, this was my last thirty dollars. Yeah, right. My last thirty dollars. What? Why am I here with you? Hey, why am I outside? Period. If I got thirty dollars left, and can't pay my phone bill. <laughs> now how I'm gonna call somebody and ask them for money? You see how none of this makes any sense. If you can't afford your phone bill, 
Stop doing anything until you get a better job. If you can't afford a phone or make a phone call, you need a better job. Like, let's just establish that right now. There's lots of things. If you can't afford your health care to make sure you went to the dentist at bare minimum twice this year, you should not be in anybody's face. But now you're talking about high-end stuff. You're talking about health care and dentist appointments. That, that goes into why would you be on a date and your breath is not in check? That's what I'm talking about. These are these are people who shouldn't even be remotely trying to date. These are people who have health care. means you got some type of a decent job, probably. You know, so you can go to a dentist. But if you can't afford that phone bill, you know, I just want, I want y'all to understand how much a lack of paying a phone bill or being able to pay a phone bill proves you're a lesser than than most people. And you shouldn't be dating. Because you're a poverty line ass person. Why are you why are you trying to take a woman out on a date and you gotta wait for your ride? Yeah. And how are you gonna text that woman to ask her how the date was if you don't have a phone or can't afford your phone bill? You gonna use your friend's phone. <laughs> no, you can't be calling from random numbers. Don't pick up. You know? <laughs> I mean, tacky out here, and I'm just like, damn. Don't call from your mama phone. Damn. Your job and making an excuse about how your 30th grandmother died. You can't come to work the next day if you can't afford your phone bill, Shane. And can we stop doing this too? If you are just getting to know somebody, or you just met them last week. Or all y'all went out for was wings and soda. Stop texting them talking about, can I borrow $20? And how are you texting people asking them for money when your phone don't work? (laughs) (laughs) You got to hit them with a, who is this? Did you find Wi-Fi somewhere? This is such and such. Can you send, can you send... $20 $20 to my cash app. I'm curious, what are you doing with this $20? Yeah, you can't, and you're asking for an obscure amount of money that I know you're not going to do anything with or be able to pay me back. When people ask, I think we talked about that. When somebody called and be like, yo, let me borrow $18. You're like, what the fuck you? $18? Why $18? <laughs> yeah, I need, I need to get a, a combo from Popeye's. Be like, okay, but like, why wouldn't you ask for 20 or something? I just need 18. That's a responsible person. And they're calling you from their friend's phone because they can't afford their phone bill. I will not stop harping on the phone bill thing until y'all understand that people who can't afford to fucking pay their phone bills shouldn't be allowed in society anymore. I've never heard one, one more thing other than I can't afford this phone bill. They got girls out here hoeing, men out here doing all kinds of great shit. Because y'all can't pay fucking phone bills. This is Before I get into these messages, let me talk about courting. Let me do a little corner of courting for those who know and those who don't know. Courting is what you need to do before you get to the point of spending money, money on a elaborate gift or, or a nice restaurant or taking them to where your family stay at, or letting them know where you live at, or letting them know where your job is. Courting is spending time with that person to learn about them. 
courting is having innocent attraction to a person that's more than the physical. Okay? Courting is, it's okay for people in public to see us together. I don't have to worry about somebody running up because they in their feelings. Mm-hmm. But we are not in a relationship. I am choosing to give you my time and you are choosing to be here. You are not comfortable. You are not uncomfortable being here. I didn't pressure you to be here. I didn't say, if you don't show up, I'm gonna come to your job. (laughs) Courting is getting to know someone's character before you fuck them. It's asking for a lot. Listen, and some people, I will tell you, are not worth getting to know. And if they agree that y'all just need a session real quick and y'all need to disappear from each other's lives tomorrow, cool. But if you bring upon, I just want to do this real quick, that's it. And I have no attention from anything else. And they just like, no, we about to be together married. You about to have my babies. Sir, exit left. (laughs) Okay, And there are men out here who will say verbatim to women, I'm going to get you pregnant. And that woman will proceed to deal with that man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a baby in you, the exact line. Yes, you. that's not they cute. There's the proper way of saying it. They, they look at him with that drunk eye and be like, I'm going to put a baby in you. And she be like, oh, daddy. Here's the <laughs> Y'all know how this this scenario ends. That's not cute. (laughs) You know how this scenario ends. We have to stop that madness right there. How you text that girl when you ain't got no phone? Stop it. (laughs) Courting is choosing to engage with them maybe on a weekly basis or daily basis, but nobody's going to be mad why you ain't yesterday? I called you six times. You ain't call me or text me back. I showed up at your house and you wasn't answering the door. I knew you was home because I saw your car in the driveway. Mm-mm. That's harassment. That's true. Okay? Back off. You gotta stop being entitled to people. Even though my two children came out my vagina, I do not own them. They, I, I can't look at their lives as entitlement. You have to be who I want you to be. You have to act how I want you to act. You have to become who I want you to become. I don't own them. Legally, I'm supposed to guide them and raise them. But if I am not doing that to the eyes of the law, the law will come into my home and pick my kids the fuck up. Same thing with people you are married to. You don't own that person. That person, just like you, decided to join lives together and build together or exist together. If you can't, I can. If I can, you can. But we gonna figure it out. That's what that is. It's not you need to do this, and you need to act like this, and you need to wear this. And if I call you six times, you got to call me six times back. It's not that shit. 
Nah, that's the crazy shit. And that's the crazy shit you would have found out if you vetted properly. Yep. If they was crazy when you met them, they gonna be crazy when you date them. If they was crazy when you dated them, they gonna be crazy when you're engaged to them. If they was crazy when you was engaged to them, that whole bridezilla shit is not cute. I, I hate the fact that there was a show about it and you still pursued and married them. Are you surprised that y'all got a divorce next year? <laughs> nope. Like, stop playing with people. You think I'm about to waste my days off and, and my PTO to come to a wedding I know you don't really fuck with? You don't <laughs> fuck with that person for real? Exactly, right? I won't be part of this shenanigans. I'm great. You think I'm about to come meet your person or meet your husband or meet your your wife and I know you've been fucking on this person and that person and that person and, and be cordial and have and smile in their face? No, because I feel like I was getting them bitches with you. <laughs> like, funny. I don't put myself in phony shit. That's why I don't have phony shit to say about nobody. I don't like have knowing anybody's business because I don't like to sit and know people's business that I ain't got no business with. Mm -hmm. It's just like mafia shit. The less you know, the better you are. Mm. Tell them. Don't be in those spaces to be, be like, they was there too. And her. And him. I remember you. You don't remember shit because I wasn't there. I don't know nothing. That whole incident in Cabo with homegirl that's dead right now and all them people, even though they wasn't throwing bows and kicking and body slamming that girl, the fact that they were in that room or around that fight, they are now a witness. I just, I find it funny I didn't know about this story. It's, it, you know, it's recent, but it's all over TikTok. It's all over social media. Um, but because it's in Mexico and a lot of the details are coming out slowly, it's not wide stream, but that shit was fucked up. But that's like a test of like what our society is today where we have a generation that will rather get likes, get views, uh, monetize a murder, monetize a fight, um, be the first to get this angle, but you ain't got this angle, but you ain't got this tape, and watch somebody get their life taken, and watch somebody get stomped out, and watch somebody's mom get jumped by five men in the middle of the street in the broad daylight. It's sick. All them dummies will be in jail by the end of the weekend. Dummies are the easiest to arrest, so. It's crazy. Courting, courting is definitely me choosing who gets to meet my kids, meet my family, um, know where my family lives, know where my family works. Know where I like to relax. 
but you get to see people's character over a period of time. It's not, oh, three days, I knew they was the one I proposed. Like, that shit is bullshit. Yep. The only person proposing in three days is somebody that's looking to get a visa or or get out of some shit that they in that, that is fucking illegal. <laughs> that's facts. You gotta ask each other about your likes and your dislikes. You gotta be around a person long enough to find out which side of their face is their ugly side. If that person has not farted around you, you are not ready. Whew. I have to flatulence. Okay. Because it's coming, people. It comes. Okay. If that person has not snot cried around you, you are not ready. If you have only seen this person happy, you are not ready. And you you can't be thrown around, oh, that's just my friend, or just this, you know, somebody I work with, but on the weekends, you be in them guts. And stop fucking people you work with. Now, if you work with them, if you work with them and you don't work with them no more, cool. I don't know if you're going to be able to sell people on that. People on all types of corporate levels do that shit. It's just, it's messy. It's messy when it don't work, Dungeon. Yeah, ask email Docker. When, when, when y'all relationship was cool, it was cool. But then when y'all broke up and somebody randomly walking up to your cubicle in front of everybody talking about, give me my this, give me my mug, give me this. I need to get my such and such out your car. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Like, what is going on? I don't know. Why would I have those things? I don't know you like that. Give me my blanket I have at my desk. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen women get walked to their car by security because they dealt with the wrong person. Like, there has to be a boundary that you set where you don't have to involve other people in your shit. You shouldn't be going out at night with your friend who chose to mess with the crazy dude that was insecure and had a horrible ego who feels like I should be able to do this, but she shouldn't be able to do that. I told her to stay home tonight, but she's not. So I'm going to just shoot up the car that she in and you just help, so happen to be with it. It's people out here that think that's justified. And so if you smart and you understand that you got a friend that doesn't value her life, why would you continue to stay around that friend? Very good question. If you smart and you know you got a homeboy that be messing with girls who be doing X, Y, and Z and y'all always be together, you better fall the fuck back. If he just randomly can be like, hey, you want to go with me to such and such? She got a friend, but you don't know her, you ain't seen her. And you say, yeah, I'm going to come with you on a trip. And you find out 
they got one room, two beds, and you don't like the girl, the friend that's there, but you there for three days, it's going to be kind of awkward if you can't pay for your own room. Yeah. No, that's broke nigga shit. Now, you had to do things like that when you were 19. 19 years of age. You know? 19, pushing it 24. Yeah. You, as as a grown man in your 30s, you're not doing those type of tricks. You're like, bro, bring her to the apartment. We're not, what do you mean? It's <laughs> crazy. Her, uh, get a double bunk bed in a ho- dirty ass hotel room. Like, fuck out of here. We got five messages. Um, any thoughts before I go through these messages? Nah, we can, we can run through the messages now. <laughs> Shan, OG, first off, I didn't even say what up to y'all. My bad. I apologize. What up to Shan is my name and OG, triple OG, applying pressure versus harassment in dating. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all share the show, clip up the show, follow your amazing hosts and everybody participating in the show. And then make sure that you drop a whole bunch of messages showing your love and the really band with your host. Hit that tip and also subscribe. But one of the main reasons why people have such an issue with paying for dates is because of scamming culture. It has gotten into the dating world. And one of the easiest ways to get scammed out of your hard-earned money as a man or a woman is paying for a date for an ungrateful motherfucker that don't give a fuck about you. They just wanted to eat on your dime. Thank you very much. And welcome to my TED Talk message in your podcast on stereo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. So back in the day when I was young, dumb and broke, mm. I, I was resourceful. See, I didn't go on dates with no money. I found ways to get money and I was resourceful enough to use like the Google voice numbers and the, and the free Wi-Fi that was around to always be able to be in contact with somebody. But I wasn't showing up to no date with no, with no money in my pocket. I wasn't asking nobody on no date with no money in my pocket either. I had to get the money first to make sure that I could secure getting the money for said date. But that was back when I was like 19, 20. Once I, got, once I started working, working, I was like, yeah, nah, we ain't doing that dumb shit again. Got my phone bill taken care of. Made sure that shit was all the way taken care of. Got my transportation taken care of. Got my room and board taken care of. Because, you know, in case you want to slide out of there after the date. But you got to have money when you're dating. Yeah. <laughs> See, he... he paid his phone bill, though. Yes. Because <laughs> you... without a phone. Oh, gee, I don't know if I ever told you this story. We might have been in one of the rooms I was in when I told this story, but around that time when I was young and broke, or when I was just starting to get money, I spent like two, three hundred dollars on a date, right? What? And this was a turning point for me as a young man. I'm like, ah, oh, nah, I ain't never spending this much money on a date. Because I worked hard for that two hundred, three hundred dollars. Back then, I wasn't making that much money. But I spent all that, and I'm just like, Shorty just, I wasn't feeling Shorty. She wasn't feeling me. I still had to pay for the date. And after I paid for it, I just felt like, I wasted my money, but even more so, I had wasted my time, and that's why I couldn't get back. It wasn't the money. It was the fact that I wasted my time, but at that point, I knew I'm not spending nothing like that on nobody I don't fuck with. Jeez. Yeah, that, those, those are turning points, because I think we've all had, or men who could afford to make that kind of money have had that night where they're like, I definitely spent too much money on this date. But I'm also mm-hmm. wasting my time with this person. 
And when you get that double that double hit, then you're like, all right, I'm gonna start doing things differently because this shit ain't about to happen again. Like two hundred dollars, that's a, a couple of phone bills that could have been paid. That's groceries. Listen, that's an overly priced cable service that I have that you can pay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's a good amount of change for somebody to take somebody out who ain't fucking with you like that. You know, yeah. so I I definitely had that that moment where it's like. Yeah, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start vetting these chicks differently. Like, you're not getting no crazy high end meal out of me. If one, I'm not fucking into. If I'm not feeling you, right? Make it make sense. Yeah, ladies, that's a huge red flag. If a motherfucker is trying to put a baby in you, and he don't got much, and, or he's saying it, and y'all just fucking around or dating or whatever, run, run, bitch, <laughs> run. <laughs> Man who picks you up on any type of electric vehicle that's not a car. Here we should, go. Should not be talking about putting babies in nothing. If he charges his Android and his vehicle on the same charging unit, that is a red flag. And that's going to be a thing. All these housing and development fires that are going on because you broke motherfuckers keep stealing these e-bikes and then charging them in your goddamn cell phones that you can't afford to pay for. You know, Chad, I'm, I'm getting high blood pressure. I'm just going to calm down. Every episode, he got to mention his e-bikes that he hates. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's just too much. It's too. And what are y'all going to do now that the winter's coming? There is four feet of snow going on in Buffalo right now. What are you and your e-bikes going to do when the snow hit? There's no they all-wheel drive e-bikes. Oh. They're going to be walking in last year's Ugg boots that's leaning to the left. Are you and your girl going to put e-bikes together and hold the child in between you and push yes. three feet? What What are you you motherfuckers going to do, you e-bike, android charger motherfuckers? I want to know. I don't know. Cell phone bill paid some of my bitches. I have no idea. But just remember, applying pressure is showing invited focus okay harassment is this person has told you no more than enough times for you to stop trying stop pushing and those men and women that be lingering around people who are in relationship that you feel like are not gonna last long so you can fake you know make them feel better when the breakup comes so you can move in and swoop in on their emotions. You whack too. Yep. You you pressing on people's emotions. Okay. Go ahead. Women, stop telling your relationship shit to the man you know likes you more than you like him. <laughs> That's so dumb. Uh-huh. Because there are men out here with female traits that'll lie to other people talking about y'all more than what it seems like just to get you out of the position you're in so they can swoop in faster. And your third wheel friend that keeps coming over and sitting in the middle while you watching movies with your guy is not a smart move, sis, because you're going to fall asleep one day. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. 
if your female friend does not have nowhere to stay, staying at your place with your fiance or your husband is not it. Because one too many Casamigos. Okay. And you're no longer two, Eagles. Two vaginas <laughs> and one wing is not it. Nope. Unless you want two vaginas and one wing. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Know what you order and know what you asking for. Jay Winter, Tierra, Brianna, Miss Spectacular. Thank you for sitting through. Everybody that wasn't here that commented, thank you, appreciate it. This is the Real Relationship Rapport. That is Dungeon. I am Shan. This episode will be up. I want to say Monday. I'll put it out Monday. But this will be the last episode for the year that we're going to do. We would like the rest of November off. We would like December off. So you will see us randomly throughout this app if there's a show that we want to speak on or listen to. But if you want to find us, hit us up on uh, Instagram or Twitter if it's still up. And um, you can always check out episodes that you haven't listened to on the podcast app. Other than that, we appreciate you and thank you for listening. But uh, Dungeon, enjoy your holiday this week and your week off and um, your December. And bring in the new year in a new mood and a good mindset. I will do that. You do the same. Enjoy your time with your fam next week. And uh, enjoy Christmas and the new year and all that. Everybody, y'all be good. Enjoy your family. Be safe. Keep your standards up, ladies. And uh, gentlemen, keep your, your mind on money and your money on your mind. We got one more message, and I'm going to jump out of here. Who it is? So, so great episode. Stay spectacular. Have a safe and happy holiday. You too. Be spectacular. Later. Hey, we appreciate y'all for tuning into the Real Relationship Report podcast. Dungeon and I do our best to bring you, you know, what truly matters so relationships won't be shitty. Please leave a review on your favorite podcast app about what you liked about the show or what you didn't like and let us know. Now back to the show.